Who are you? I'm Harry, Harry Potter. Jacob, you ever meet somebody and you're just like, yo, I just want to drop kick this person from like the top rope and then like do a 360 somersault like Jeff Hardy style and then just like, you know, Dwayne Johnson slash John Cena, you can't see me in the people's elbow. Yeah, that's how I felt about Gilderoy Lockhart. All I wanted to do, man, is straight drop kick that man. Why is he so freaking annoying? Yeah. Uh, he is very arrogant. Um, I was wondering where you're going with that, but I mean, given this chapter, it all makes sense. I don't know if I'd go quite as far as dropkick uh, John Cena, can't see me, whatever, whatever you just said, but close, close. I think I'd pull out something. I mean, like, listen, here, here's why I hate Gilderoy Lockhart. We're going to go like deep into it, this chapter and the, and for the remainder of this book, but Jacob, man, somebody who thinks they're all that just because they have a nice smile, bro. I remember watching it's, the movies. Yeah. Oof. I remember it's watching the, the movies as yeah. a kid, and I just, I hated him so much. It's the 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 handsome the handsome privilege. It just he reeks of it. He just, it, uh, it's brutal. It's I I I'm starting to agree with you. Maybe I would drop kick John Cena. They can't see me. Yeah, it's brutal. Um, anyways, guys, my name is Joe. That is my co-host, Jacob. And we are Just Another Chapter podcast, a book style, a sorry, a book club style podcast where we go over a different chapter of a different book slash series every single day until we're done that series. Today, we are going over chapter six of book two of the uh, of the famed Harry Potter series, The Chamber of Secrets, chapter six, which is Gilderoy Lockhart, the person that Jacob and I hate most in this world. Hate, very strong word. I think that uh, I'm gonna speak for the both of us here and say hate. Um, but Jacob and I, we've, we've seen the Harry Potter movies before, but we've never actually read the books. And we thought that, you know what, to start this podcast off with a bang, let's just go and talk about probably the most famous book series in the world, which is Harry Potter. So Jacob, without further ado, please take us through chapter six of Chamber of Secrets, Gilderoy Lockhart. Ugh, it was a brutal one. Um, mm. I mean, I guess you could probably tell from the title, um, Gilderoy Lockhart. Yeah, that's what this chapter was about. Not great. I mean, it started off pretty, pretty brutal as well. Um, Harry's already not feeling as confident, as great as he did um, at the end of the last chapter. And we can see pretty early on um, why um, they were basically getting disciplined from uh, they're going to be getting detention soon. And Ron, he receives that uh, howler from his mom after mm. they crashed into the Whomping Willow in the previous chapter. Yeah, um, the Howler, what a scene that is. Um, essentially, just the magical letter. Imagine if you got um, some type of voice recording you had to listen to from your parent just disciplining you. You had oh to God. just play it in front of the whole school. That would be pretty awkward. Got it. Like, <laughs> oh my, like, like, I just, the closest thing ever, just like, you know, like when you're at the grocery store, like when you're a lot younger 
and it's like mom i want this cereal and then she's like no like you keep on asking you keep on begging her and then like you put the cereal in the car and the mom's like you don't have to well we don't want the cereal we have cereal at home yeah like that's the closest thing i can think that happened to me so ron i felt oh i felt so bad for him uh, my king I, I feel for him the howler not not ideal no. So anyways, um, yeah, that's how the chapter started. And turns out that because of that, Mr. Weasley, he's going to be facing an inquiry at work. Harry doesn't feel good about that. Obviously, he was a part of um, that crash with the Whomping Willow. So mm-hmm. whatever, two Ps, they got to accept it. It is what it is. But I mean, the, the semester is just starting. So obviously, they have to go to classes. So they're going to go to herbology class. Uh, nice little, nice little class. But Unfortunately, this is when we first get uh, Lockhart being his pompous self. Uh, he meets, he sees Harry and he's uh, basically like, I gotta, I gotta speak to you before class, you know? And of course he's just gloating. He's like talking about himself and everything. And he's like, yeah, I'll give you some advice. Like, I understand maybe you like the fame and everything, but you probably shouldn't have driven that car into the tree. So yeah uh terrible advice from a terrible dude um rough but anyways in her herbology class basically just repotting mandrakes um very interesting uh they do they do get paired up with some random dude named justin finch fletchley and he's a very very competent young young lad he's a hufflepuff shout out and ron um this is where we know that Ron's wand is not not working too well. Um, he's starting to notice it might be a problem. Um, herbology class goes goes on. They go off and then they go to their next class, which is with you guessed it, Gilderoy Lockhart. Gilderoy, Gilderoy Lockhart. And as you might guess, not many people are that fond of him, except for mostly mostly the girls. Uh, Hermione Granger. She's got a bit of a bit of a crush on Gilderoy Lockhart and also along the way we do meet uh, Colin Creevy who is a first year Gryffindor um, he is uh, similar to uh, Hermione um, where his parents uh, his dad was even a milkman and he's just so excited to see Harry he's asking for his autograph and everything blah 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 it causes a commotion in the courtyard and of course Malfoy overhears it all and just teasing whatever saying oh you're famous now eh, potter and ends up starting a bit of a beef um and then lockhart obviously makes it worse again he he sees what's going on and he just more just nonsense just making it even more awkward for for harry when obviously he's trying to deal with malfoy one of his enemies and anyways now it's off to for real defense against the dark arts class and the first quiz they get from Lockhart, it's a quiz about himself. Just okay. like, uh, why is that important for Defense Against the Dark, Art, Dark Arts learning about his favorite color? I don't know. Pretty weird. And apparently some people knew, some people didn't because not everyone wants to read his books because it's whatever. It's Gilderoy Lockhart. Um, boring ass. <laughs> boring ass, dude. And eventually he's like, okay, yeah, now I'll really, I'll really test you guys for defense against the dark arts. So he, he shows his, his uh, freshly caught Cornish pixies to the class, lets them out of the cage and 
doesn't even know how to stop them. Uh, <laughs> he kind of just lets lets them fly, fly loose. Uh, the bell, the, the class is done. So all the students leave. And then he's like, okay, you guys, you fix this, whatever. Uh, you guys uh, fix my mess, essentially. And uh, obviously Ron and Harry more so than Hermione are like, this guy's a loser and he doesn't even know what he's doing. And essentially that's the chapter and that's our first taste of Gilderoy Lockhart and his, how would you describe, how would you, what are some um, descriptive terms you'd use for him? Gilderoy Lockhart? Yeah. Um, Self-absorbed. Mm, agreed. Insane. Yeah. Obnoxious. Obnoxious. Oblivious. Oblivious. Stupid. Very silly. Stupid. <laughs> Should I keep going? I, I think I think we get the point. Essentially, he is it this is where we see that he's maybe not what he's meant or like made out to be after all. Yeah. How in his first class with in Defense Against the Dark Arts. He unleashes the test where you, he wants the students to stop the Cornish Pixies and he doesn't even do it. He doesn't even teach them anything. He just lets it happen. And essentially Hermione freezes some of the Pixies to make them stop. It's not even him who does it. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, after having all these books that they made, he made them get for his class about himself conquering all these like Banshees and whatnot. This is the first taste they get of him. Not a very good example to set uh, at at Hogwarts. Just brutal. Yeah, Jacob, can we uh, can we just quickly talk about the Gilderoy Lockhart test, the mm. test of himself? Yeah. <laughs> so th there were like what fifty four questions. Yeah, yeah, that's what it says here. I love my mother to death. I have no idea what her ideal gift would be. I don't know my mom's secret ambition not really sure what that is like there's all of these different things and i'm like bro if i don't know my own mother's like if i don't know my own mother's like ideal birthday gift how the fuck am i supposed to know yours like it's rough like, i mean and didn't this term just start too and like there was 12 or 13 books too bro jacob we've been doing this podcast for like what a month now and we just got to like chapter six of book two. Uh, imagine doing 12 books in the span of like three weeks. Yeah. And like, this is just, this is what he, he expects of his students. He wants them to know everything about him. Not, it doesn't even seem like he cares at all about the actual magic portion. He yeah. just cares about what the students look at him and see, like, it's all superficial, the surface we could say it's all about his looks. He just wants the appearance of being this handsome guy that women love. And eventually, I don't know, maybe you'll learn a little bit about Defense Against the Dark Arts with him. Doesn't seem like it based off of that first class. Just no. awful. Weird guy too. Like he just, like one, okay. Let's, uh, let's go over like my biggest idea, um, which was just really how self-absorbed he was. And like what we've been going over when he pulled him aside before herbology and he's like listen i know you're famous but like you're not as famous as me like i've won like 
the Wizarding Weekly's best smile like five weeks in a row or like five times or something. Like your little scar defeating the greatest dark wizard ever does not compare to my smile. And like, I think, what did I write down in my notes? I hate him. He compared the scar to his smile. What a fucking dickhead. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah. (laughs) I'm lost for words how bullshit this guy is. He's comparing Harry's like tragic scar, like the how he got it to him being just like this fraudulent wizard who's got a nice smile and that's about it. He sucks. I don't know like really what else to say about Gilderoy Lockhart other than he's just terrible. And the fact that he's a teacher at Hogwarts, which is essentially the best wizarding school in the world, like what? How does this happen? It's just really sad. I mean, especially after last in the first year where the defense against the dark arts teacher was just literally evil. Um, It's not a great turnaround. It could, I mean, I guess it could be worse. It could be another Voldemort imposter. But I mean, this is pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, where would Gilderoy like hide Voldemort, like, like his teeth? Because like, if you think about it, Voldemort was like described as like yeah. super pale and everything, and Gilderoy has super white teeth. So <laughs> maybe, just maybe, Voldemort is actually Gilderoy Lockhart's teeth. Mm-hmm. Is that? Did we just spoil book two for somebody who's never read Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets? Don't I guess worry you're gonna about. have to come back on episode 18 to find Mm -hmm. out just wait on it we'll see about that um yeah i don't know like what aside from gilderoy lockhart being stupid what was there anything else that really was like notable for you in this chapter i mean i think it's it's tough to go here without like really mentioning just ron weasley and his idiosity but again, his just like ability to be the most uplifting person in the room when he's like depressed. So yeah. like, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm just gonna kill two birds with one stone here and just kind of say like my favorite quote at the same time yeah. because it goes into exactly what my biggest idea was, uh, one of the biggest one, which was just Ron being an absolute beauty. So you know his desk, it's not really working. Harry suggests write home for another one, and Ron's like. Quote, oh yeah, and get another howler, said Ron, stuffing the now hissing one into his bag. And now is where the favorite quote comes. It's your own fault. You got your wand snapped, end quote. The reason why that's my favorite um, quote and the reason why I think it's uplifting is because you would assume Ron is one of those guys who's like, yo, okay, like this happened. Like, I love my parents, but like, they're kind of taking it a little bit too far. Like, it's not that big of a deal, like whatever. But he's like, no, like, it's my fault. So I feel like if you're a young kid listening to the, I'm uh, sorry, if you're a young kid reading this, you're like, this is like teaching you a good life lesson to like, don't blame your parents. Always like own up to your mistakes. I don't know. That's just the way I saw it. That's fair. And I mean, like, I don't know if, if a lot of people would like, especially younger yeah. people reading that would, would get that out of it. But I mean, that's, that is a very fair point. And once again, Ron just proving that he's like, he's really goaded, honestly, one of the best characters in the story already and he he gets even better i find as the time goes by but i don't know for me there's yeah just the main obviously gilderoy lockhart's the main event of this chapter it's introducing um another teacher at the school a new teacher at the school and i don't know uh just 
whack. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's whack. Um, he's my least favorite character. If you hadn't hadn't picked that up, yeah. Um, it's yeah, yeah. He, he gives terrible advice to Harry. He's like he's trying to be like a some type of mentor on like fame and everything, and just no, just stop it. Just do do your job. And it's also funny that he always seems to come in at the exact moments where Harry is like in these awkward scenarios, but he doesn't actually listen to Harry or ask if he wants to be famous. He just assumes that everybody wants to be famous, mm-hmm. which not everybody does. Yeah, it's just like he wants to extract anything out of it that can actually benefit himself. Yeah. Like going back to like the the photo op when they're in Diagon Alley getting their school supplies, like him, like, oh, Harry's there. Uh, let's let's pose and take a photo. It's like, it's he's so self-serving and it's just like, ugh, awful. Um, I'll, I'll get to my my quote. It's kind of, you kind of, you didn't say it, but it was like, it was along those lines. It's when the they're in the courtyard and they're kind of uh, getting into it, Harry and Malfoy. So Malfoy says, jealous, who, um, and then he says, of what? I don't want a foul scar right across my head. Thanks. I don't think getting your head cut open makes you special. Uh, Crab and Goyle were snig- sniggering stupidly to that joke. And like, I don't know, it kind of goes back to even the Diagon Alley um, stuff where we know that uh, Draco does, is not, he hates, he hates Harry, obviously. And he even hears from his, uh, his dad, like, I mean, you can you can be mean to him, but just you can't like fully like go after him. And like, I mean, he still goes after him, like evidently with this, like yeah. mocking him for what he's what he is and like what his past is, uh, going right at his scar, like making fun of that. And it's just like he's like so obviously like when he says jealous, like in like a questioning tone. He kind of is, it seems like. He's not necessarily, like, jealous of Harry, but he's just kind of... It seems like he just wants the attention that Harry gets without actually having anything interesting to say or do anything. I don't know. I just... Draco is just... Whack, also. <laughs> not gonna lie. No, oh my god. But, I like, he's whack, but he has bars. Like, everything he says, it's like... He is a pretty hate, good troll. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. like it's it's just funny. Like he's one of those trolls where it's like if you see him on Twitter, I, I like how would Draco Malfoy be on Twitter? <laughs> like, he would be a great shit poster. Not gonna lie. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel like he'd be like Kevin Durant on steroids. Like Kevin Durant with like his burner accounts on steroids. That's just that's sit- kind of essentially what it seems like. It's like he tries to poke at people, especially like Ron and Harry and just does something to try to give him some type of joy it seems yeah. like it's like that's that's what drives him is like bringing other people down to try to like make him feel better essentially and like i don't know this is just a really good example of like there's nothing harry can do about the scar and like the scar serves a lot of meaning to him personally as well and it's like the fact that his father is sympathizer of Lord Voldemort is the one who gave him the scar and like obviously Draco looks up to his father and like worships like he just listens to everything the war his word is gospel it's just a kind of it's a nice reminder of like how they have like a I don't know like a lower battle compared to like um 
the older wizards where it's just like this is like a a storyline that keeps um trending this way and it's not going to go anywhere there's there are two uh protagonists antagonists um in, in this story jacob Yes, sir. Do you have anything to add before we do our broomsticks? Honestly, let's let's get right to the broomsticks. Three out of five. Yeah. It was an okay chapter, but it was like nothing special. It just introduced us to Lockhart. Oh, sorry. No, I do have one thing to add before we go here. Go um, sorry, totally forgot. Um, the the ending of the the ending of the chapter where Harry and Ron are suspicious of Gilderoy not being able to do anything. Um. How are you a teacher who teaches defense against the dark arts and you can't get rid of, like you said, simple pixies? Makes no sense. Yeah. How did he end up at this school, especially after you think they would vet the teacher for defense against the dark arts better this time around? Yeah. But apparently not just because he's got it's it's just I don't know. It goes along the lines where it's like not everything you see on the surface from people or like everything you read about someone is true it doesn't always paint the whole picture and obviously this is a great example of it where he's his first first time with his students doesn't set a great example and it's just yeah yeah so jacob let's get back to our let's get back to your broomsticks update i gave three out of five for mine let's see same with same with me three out of five like although it's like he's whack and everything Gilderoy Lockhart like he's it was still I don't know it's kind of similar in that regard where like I don't like Draco but like I also like his storyline is entertaining and I think it's Mm -hmm. the same with Gilderoy Lockhart he's just he's a he's I don't know uh interesting not in necessarily in a good way like obviously he's brutal um but still still some intrigue to it and obviously he's that's going to be even more because defense against the dark arts is a pretty important class and a pretty important teacher at the school so we'll see how that develops i guess you know what else has has got to develop colin creary's picture gilderoy lockhart and harry absolutely (laughs) oh my god Uh, i would hate that kid if if i would hate that kid if i went to high school with him wow i like sorry hates a strong (laughs) hates a strong word for him i wouldn't hate because we all like in the next chapter we're going to go deeper in this um we all know a Colin Creary that we went to high school with at least I think we do but it's like you a little bit too much man just like read the room <laughs> just take a step back man it's it's the first it's the first day it's yeah seven in oh the morning God. come on <laughs> seven right. in the morning you got people eating hot Cheetos in like the Hufflepuff hallway let us be and let us be apparently not with Colin no, um, <laughs> no, not uh, at all. Not yet, at least. Maybe he'll he'll quiet down a little. Who knows? Yes, <laughs> you'll just have to wait and see for that on a future episode, perhaps. We don't know of just another chapter. Jacob and Joe. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace. Who are you? I'm Harry. Harry Potter.